0: women to succeed now let's welcome the host of the empowerment radio show Randy Goodman
1: hello everyone this is Randy here with the empowerment radio show and I have a recurring guest we love her so much I want to have her on again because she just provided so much information this first time she's going to talk about a different topic this time. So I'm excited to have Carolyn Dickinson, who's a success coach for entrepreneurs. She's an expert in what she does. Please help me give a warm welcome to my podcast guest, Carolyn. Thank you, Carolyn, so much for being with us here today. Thank
2: you, Randy. It's always a pleasure to be working with you. It's always so much fun, and I absolutely love sharing information.
1: Well, then you are the right guest to have here on this show. That's for <laughs> sure. So, for those people who have not heard any other previous podcasts with you, can you mm-hmm. please quickly tell us a little bit about you and why you started in the coaching for entrepreneurs?
2: Absolutely, I'd love to do that. Thank you. Um, you know, for me, I've been coaching all my life, and I really love providing support others to have success. And I think the biggest part for me was you know, when I had my children, I went through some major challenges in life. Um, and really, while trying to build my business, it was such a challenge trying to figure out how to do it, what the process was, trying to understand what I needed to put into place to have success and continue to build my business. And you know, I, I learned the hard way, which is not what I, I recommend to people. And it took me also hiring my own coach to have the success I was looking for. And I started to realize that it doesn't need to be this hard. And I really wanted to share with other entrepreneurs what that looked like and to support them to have success. I get such a high when any of my clients um, you know, reach a point in their business where they've increased their money, um, their income, they've increased their sales, they've increased their network, they've you know, learn something new about themselves that just allows them to excel or grow in their business. And to me, it was so exciting to be able to share my knowledge and all my experience and all the education I've taken in to support them in having success. Entrepreneurism is the way of the future. And you know, really, you, know, you create your own success. It's something you create. It's something you learn. So I'm excited to be a part of the world that, that helps other entrepreneurs have that success.
1: Well, that's phenomenal because I know there's so many people that think that, you know, well, if I share my information, somebody's going to steal it from me or somebody's going to copy me or whatnot. So I love the fact that you're sharing because we can't help other people without sharing information. So thank you. Thank you. And for here's me. a
2: little tip, if you don't mind me, Randy, saying, oh, sure. you know, people are so worried about sharing. Now, Obviously, if you have a very unique idea, you should be careful who you share with. But here's the other thing about sharing. The more you share, the more you find out other people that can support you in creating what you want to do. And here's the thing, if somebody copies you, I get copied on things all the time. It just encourages me to make sure I do it better the next time and add something different and be more unique.
1: I love it. (laughs) I love it. But it's also a form of flattery.
2: Right. It is, completely. I'm so honored if somebody copies something I'm doing because it means I'm doing it well.
1: Absolutely, yes. And there are people out there that will copy anybody. And you know what? Success leaves clues. So it is a huge compliment if somebody's copying you that obviously and clearly they think you're successful. So if they're copying yep. you, then yes, I agree with you, Carolyn. Do it better, do it bigger, do come up with something more unique, you know, keep keep going, keep going upwards, right? That's but, right. You know, but do take it as a form of flattery. I know sometimes it can bug us. Oh, somebody's copying me, <laughs> you know? Yeah. If you try to look at it from a positive perspective, and again, that comes back to mindset, which is something else you teach you know, yes. having a positive mindset, which is my chapter name, <laughs> yep. uh, you know, is is all about looking at things from the positive direction. So I absolutely love that. Thank you, Carolyn. I'm talking way too much. So this is about, That's you know, okay. I want, I want <laughs> you to teach people, you know, your expertise. So let's hear, I know you're an expert on so many things. Can you please give our audience some really good nuggets on something they can implement in their business to help them be successful.
2: Yes, I'd be, I'd be honored to do so.
1: Um, I want
2: to talk a little bit today about selling. Oh, I'm sure everybody's like hair on the back of their neck just popped up when I said that word. You know, here's the deal. I look at selling as being an information ambassador. You're providing information and asking the right questions to the right people to understand what their needs are, to support them in making a powerful decision for themselves. And if you can create that kind of mindset, it's such an easy thing to do. See, here's the deal. When you first start meeting people, people think they need to go out and ask tons of questions. I've been at networking events, which I'm sure you've experienced as well, Randy. And somebody comes up to you and you say, Hi, how are you? What do you do? Oh, I do this and I do that. You should buy my, my, my product. And I even had somebody walk up to me and say, I have the best product in the world. It would help you lose weight. The first thing that went into my head was, Am I fat? Do I need to lose weight? <laughs> like, you know, people just get so excited about their product or they weren't trained properly and they go and actually feel that they have to get as much as they can out in which to get a buy in, to get a sale. And it's actually 100% the wrong way to do it. The thing is, the more information you have about a person, the more you can understand what it is their needs are, what their pain is. So by getting their agreement is asking and identifying what the problem is by asking questions. And not one word questions like, uh, what's your name, Carolyn? What's this? It's more like, so why are you here today? What are you looking for? What kind of business are you in? The more information you have about a person, the more you can understand how your product or service could help them. Now here's the other deal to sales you can't always help that person. But you might be able to give them a referral to someone you know who can help that person. And the thing is, people will remember that you did that. And then in turn, later on, by you staying in touch with them, will use you for your services or refer someone to you. Mm -hmm. So sales is a process. It's not walking up and convincing people that, that your product is the best for them, not knowing anything about them. And the person who's asking the questions and the person who is letting the other person talk is in control. So if you're asking the questions and getting information about the person you're talking to, you're in control of the conversation. And it's asking those questions to inquire what their challenge, they may mention. People want to talk about themselves. So the more questions you ask, the more info you get. And you can write all this down in a little book later on, when talking to them, or if you're on a sales conversation with somebody, have a, a pad or a sheet or a CRM that you use, whatever it looks like for you, and make all these notes, including any personal stuff they share. Like their daughter's about to have, you know, a birthday coming up and it's really important. It's her 16th. Because the next conversation you have with them, you're also building relationships in sales. How did your daughter's 16th birthday go? You want to be able to ask those questions. And it also creates a reason for you to follow up with them. Now, once you've started asking the questions, and once you've really started to show them, eventually, what you have to offer. Because if, for example, somebody said about coaching, let's use that as an example, that they were looking to coaching and were asking lots of questions. See, when I have all these facts in my head about them, or I have all these notes about them, what that allows me to do is now go back and take them down the process of the sale. And that is to say, hey, okay, Randy, you know, I understand that you're having a challenge in sales and that you want to increase your income by $5,000 in the next couple months. So, you know, by me knowing how many people they're already talking to, what processes that you're doing already, I can then start to now look at some other possibilities and recommendations and show you how I can support you in creating those sales and showing you what we need to do to set up to take you to that next level. Because now I'm using your information, your challenge, your pain, to support you in identifying what we need to do next to get your business where you want it to go and to create the income you desire. And that's in anything you do. right? And once people understand what the challenge is, and sometimes they don't see it. Some people will come to you as a coach and say, this is my challenge. But the more that you ask them, you realize it's not necessarily what's happening. Just an example as a coach. But this can work for products. It can work for services. And you know if it's a product or another type of service, it could be something out there that they didn't even realize existed that could take their customer service component to another level, a variety of different things. Now, the next thing that you want to do in a sales process is prove that you can solve the problem. And you do this by using facts and steps. And you also do this by sharing your story or other stories, so other success stories that you have. So it's really important to know those stories within your company, your service, your own company, somebody else's company, whether you're in direct marketing. It doesn't matter. Know the stories, because the more stories you know, it's like having this little directory in the back of your head. And as I get to know you as a person, I can then pull the story that applies to you and to your situation, or at least as close to it as I can. And then that allows you to see that I have a level of expertise and that I have a solution that would support you in the challenge you're having within your business. And the next step that you want to take that person through once you've done that is a monetize of the problem. right? So what is going to cost them to do this? And what is going to cost them for that if they don't go after the solution? So here's the problem, you know, this is what the challenge is, this is what it's going to cost you if you don't shift the problem, and here's what it will cost you if you do. So if we invest now, look at the money you'll save and increase by using this type of service, for example. Service, product, whatever it is. And then you show them what the monetize of the solution is. So you don't have an attachment to this either, right? Listen, it's really about here's the solution, and here's what it's going to cost you to move it all forward. Right? And that's including the money you'll increase in your business. Right? We all talk about the loss. If you can focus more on what it will increase for them than the loss, then that's a better way to go. But you can also go, well, by using this product or service, we can help you save or increase $10,000 in a year. Well, who wouldn't want to know more and then move forward with you if you're going to save me $10,000 in a year depending on the size of my company? Obviously, it's all relative to the stats that you share depending on the size of your company, okay, the company you're talking to. And when you can show them that, again, you're taking them down this pathway to then close them and ask for the sale, which is a challenge most people have. You always need to ask for something. And it could sound something like this. So, Randy, how does this package sound to you? Should we move forward with this one or did you like option B? Right? Or it could be, okay, Randy, so we've taken you through this. We've showed you we could save you an extra $10,000 per year just by using this product and adding this to your CRM. How would you like to move forward? Right? So there's a lot of different ways to do that, but always try to do it in a positive way. There's still some salespeople that think that they have to tell you that if you don't do this, you'll be making a big mistake. Never do that. People are so well-educated now. There's so many things on the website, on, on the Internet that they can go access. And, you know, really go after there's, – there's so many people out there. We always think, well, there's not enough clients. Oh, my God, we have millions of people in the Toronto area. You know, there's always somebody there. But it's having the right conversation. And that fact that we always say, people may not remember what you say, but they'll remember how you make them feel. So elevate them. Make them feel powerful. Make them – Put them in a position that you're leading them down that sales conversation and everything is going to benefit them. Because a sales conversation has nothing to do with you. And it's really important to be clear on that. It's all about the person you're talking to. And if you turn it on you and start talking about you and start focusing on different things, I'm going to guarantee you now you're going to lose that sale immediately. It's all about the individual you're speaking with. Because there's a third of people that you're already getting There's a third of people out there that you'll never get and there's a third of the people that you should be going after. The other thing too is that if somebody has literally said no at this point in time for you in sales, that's okay. But then ask them in a nice way, I'm always looking to improve as a possibility depending on your product or service. Could you let me know why this isn't of an interest for you or what information might be missing for you? Right? So depending on where your conversation is going, don't just end it because somebody said no. Find out why, but again, in a nice way. And some people may not want to tell you that's fine, but I always say ask. What's the worst that can happen? Because maybe there's a question that wasn't answered, or they misunderstood something you said, and I've encountered that before. And as soon as it was cleared up, the contract was signed. So don't be afraid to ask questions, right? because that's what you're all about as a salesperson. Ask the question, get as much information as you can, and then take them down a path that shows them why your product or service can support the challenge they're having in their business, and then ask them again for that sale. And there's nothing wrong with doing that. It's not about convincing. You're not not trying to convince someone to do something. You're showing them why it will work for them, and then allowing them to make the decision. But if you don't ask somebody for that sale, it will not happen. So always ask thats for the best things I can tell you to do in sales, and they're the most powerful things that you want to do, and they're so simple. So get your head out of of your way. Get yourself out of your way. Don't be attached to the decision, and understand it's 100% about the client, and you'll do extremely well.
1: Love it. Those were absolutely incredible suggestions, and I know some of our listeners out there are going, okay, how do I talk to this woman? So where can they find you on the internet, Carolyn? You can find me
2: at www.carolynbickinson.com and that's spelled C-A-R-O-L-Y-N D-I-C-K-I-N-S-O-N.
1: That's phenomenal. Thank you, Carolyn. You just gave some really incredibly clear and concise great information on the close, basically, on people closing their sales. And... That's phenomenal. Thank you so much for doing that. And thank, thank you, Randy. You, yeah, thank oh, it's my pleasure.
2: That. I always love being and chatting with you.
1: Well, fantastic. And I want to thank each and every one of you out there for listening to this podcast. And please remember to subscribe and share and write a positive review. Thanks so much for being with us here today. And we will see you on the next podcast.